The 2022 Ennies Award nominations were just announced uh, just a week or so ago. And uh, 2021 was kind of an odd year, uh, just in general. I mean, as you well, well know, um, we had all sorts of things going on. We had a pandemic. We had uh, shipping delays and rising costs and all that. And so uh, it's not surprising that there's a lot of games on, on these uh, nominations that are most are, are digital only or from publishers that uh, maybe maybe this is the first or first few times that they've been nominated so it's really exciting to see we're going to give our our uh, predictions for the winners for 2022 uh for most of the categories we're not going to go through them all but we'll go over most of them and uh yeah we're going to talk a little bit about it let us know in the comments if you have any favorite favorites for nominations uh, this year and uh you know, this isn't going to be a show where we, you know, pick our favorites. It's just going to be us probably guessing who is probably going to win. So stick around. We are doing our 2022 awards prediction show for the Ennies. Hey everyone, welcome to Victory Condition Gaming. My name is Doug. Today on the show, we're doing our 2022 Ennies prediction episode this is kind of something that we do we've done it the last couple of years uh we just kind of try to pick the uh the the the, the nominees that we think are going to win the categories um congratulations to everyone that's that's been nominated it's it's really awesome to see there's a lot of games on here that uh have since they're nominated they've brought attention to uh, i've gotten attention to them so uh they've, they've at least brought my attention to those those titles uh because there's just some really great people making uh role-playing games so if you're excited about the ennies hit that like button down below let us know if you enjoy this episode too and and we'll keep doing these episodes every year joining me as always is ben higgins from quarterstaff games bold of you to assume my favorites aren't going to win doug well i mean <laughs> that's true i guess it is and of course our geek of the north the one and only jason hunt my opinions are going to be weird this time. <laughs> Jason, since you're Canadian, do you get to vote in the Ennies? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, it is an international. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I will. I will let everyone know that if you would like to vote in any of these categories that we're talking about tonight, um, I put the link in the description below. But you can go to ennies-awards.com/backslash/2022-nominations/backslash, um, and and you can vote for the the titles and, and for the nominees that you're a fan of um some really great uh, like i said some really great nominees this year so let's uh are, are you were you surprised at all let's get some thoughts but from from ben and from from jason were you ben were you surprised at all from from the nominations this year i think the the biggest thing that kind of surprised me was the number of titles i just was not familiar with Obviously, the majority of my familiarity comes with titles that are readily available through distribution, and there's a lot of stuff here. There really that is. Is not, and yeah. it really opened my eyes to some really cool systems, some really cool adventures. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was nice to see so many new things because uh, you know previous years you kind of get hit with some of these big publishers whose work <clears> get <throat> nominated. <laughs> whose works get nominated in multiple categories repeatedly uh and this year is, is very different it's a good departure and uh honestly i like it yeah i i do too and and 
you know, I, like I said, I think it's it's a combination of a couple things. A, there's some really great creators making some really cool stuff, and B, a lot of like publishers had to deal with a lot of things, and, and some of the games that they wanted to put out in the end of 2021 and the beginning of 2022 just either probably didn't make it under the wire to 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 get you know considered for for the, for awards, or they're just not they haven't been able to get them uh, get them out yet. Uh, Jason, what about you? Are you shocked at anything as far as the nominations for? for um, similar to Ben, I was amazed at how many that I had no clue what they were, and that also brought me around to the fact that folks in 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 game creation you need to work on your titles because <laughs> quite a few of these things a were named strange well not, you know what not even a things were named odd oddly and in yeah. many cases i clicked on things and i was like oh wait actually i do know this but this title does not say what your product is to me exactly like I know that it's tough to name things like Dungeons and Dragons. Hey, it's a game about Dungeons and Dragons. Even Thirsty Sword Lesbians. Pretty pretty obvious, pretty self-explanatory right there in the title. But you get like the Goblin Notebook. What's that? It's a is it a journal? Uh I don't know. Is it is it is like that's even that's not even that's not even the the silliest example. But there's quite a few things with names where you're just like what even is this? Like just looking at the name I'm like I'm not interested in this. The name isn't bringing me in or saying, "Oh, I need to look at that." Yeah, it, it's been interesting. There's there's some titles there that I'm like, I don't even know what this is, and and I clicked on. I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat, and like I wish I had kind of knew what yeah that was based on uh, on the title. Um, a lot of them were actually good, but the titles, I was just like, what? <laughs> they're they're, they're nominated for any any's, Jason. I hope that they're good. Well, I mean, I'm not expecting anything right, right, to be a stinker or no, anything in there, but right. I was just like, what the heck does this even mean? Like, why would you name your stuff this? Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 interesting. I mean, it's 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 fine. Let's let's just get jump right to it. Let's 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 get uh, onto the first uh, the first category. Um, yeah, no. I'm going to uh, show the the screen as far as there's, and we're we're actually going to be. Skipping a couple, just because, this will be an abridged version, unlike yeah, last year, because, which because ran other, like the Oscars. We, last year we went for, for forever, and the the whole episode took took quite quite a lot longer than than what we usually do. <laughs> We're gonna start with. I'm just gonna say right away, congratulations to the judges, spotlight winners. Congratulations. Um, there's I I don't know a whole lot of them to be honest with you, but I'm glad that they, that they're going to be uh, given that they they won judges spotlight awards because. Uh, uh, I hope that it increases their sales and, and their exposure, which is awesome. Uh, first, first category we're going to talk about is best adventure. Uh, best adventure. Whew. Okay, so <laughs> there's a lot of stuff on here that I again hadn't heard of. First one is extraction from Demon Demon Eft, and you can put in you know the four letter <laughs> word that the, that goes there. Cleveland, An example of a poor title. Yeah, Cleveland, nineteen sixty-six. Megacorp Games. I never heard of it. Clicked on it. Sounds pretty cool. Um, the other adventure. The other uh, cat nominees are Hark says the Frog Magnus. Magus. 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 Magus sorry, or Magus. Magus. <laughs> I'm, I'm used to Ultra Magnus and Transformers, so I immediately go. To Not Magus. everything's a Transformer, Doug. I know. I know. 
Uh, Odd Jobs by McGuffin and, McGuffin and Company. Uh, the Troubleshooters, The U-Boat Mystery by Helmgast. And Uncaged Goddesses by Unseely Studios. Mm -hmm. That's how you say it. Okay. Um, so I, I, I immediately have a prediction as far as this, this category is concerned because I know that there's one nominee here that after UK Games Expo got a lot, a lot of buzz. And I'm hoping that that carries over into um, the Ennies uh, Awards as well. Um, I'll, I'll let you guys go first. Uh, ben, what, what is your uh, prediction in this category? Uh, so in this one, I, I'm, I'm playing the, the odds here, and I'm going to go with Uncaged uh, Goddesses. It's the only like real 5e adventure. I think 5e still has such a hold on ease of pickup and playability that kind of might shoehorn in the adventure. It's, you know, with a lot of these other ones, they're system agnostic, which means there's a lot more work for DMs to put into their different systems. Where this, if you're playing 5e, you get up, you go, you're ready to rock. And honestly, uh, god-based adventures are something players have always loved. They love taking their character and taking it up against the, the forces of a, of, of a god or goddess. So... Yeah, I think this. Uh, I think this is going to be the one to take the adventure category. Okay. Okay. Jason, what what, what about what uh, what's your pick for this? Um, I'm going for the troubleshooters, the U-boat mystery, which is a great great supplement, by the way. I've I've got the PDF of it. Uh, uh, it's I really... actually, this is like up. No, nah, I I shouldn't even say up jumped, but this is like more detailed kids on bikes. Yeah, it's exactly same same kind of thing. The art style in this book is amazing. It is so fun. Yeah. And it's got a very the, nice the adventures, kind of. the adventures are very much like uh, um, I think uh, I think they compare it a lot to Tintin uh, and stuff like that for mm -hmm. the old for the old style of adventures. Like even like even Dick Tracy kind of fits in there a little bit. It's just you know pulp, but with a lighthearted twist to it. It's like Scooby Doo meets uh, anything, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I should probably click on the links as we're talking about them. But yeah, like, uh, the but... art the art is great. Um, Uncaged would be my second pick for sure because I've always been a fan of Uncaged. Yes. Um, my my pick is going to be Odd Jobs by McGovern and Company. Um, this is a this was the winner of the UK Games Award Expo uh, for best role playing adventure. Um, I've heard it's eleven char character characterful micro settings from magical ancient Rome to surreal post apocalyptic psychoscape. Um, short manageable campaigns of three to four sessions plus plenty of extras. I really like this. I, it was actually uh, referred to me by I think Phil. Uh, he said I'm surprised you haven't picked this up because this is this is just a whole bunch of different uh, story prompts, uh, different different you know things to kind of plug into play. It's I think it's system neutral, so you can kind of play it with any system that you want. Uh, so I I would love to see this game this. These product. are the tools for experienced DMs. Yeah, yeah, and, that's I would, what, and that we need more of that. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so I would love to see Odd Jobs win another award uh, and carry that uh, that popularity over from UK Games Expo for to uh, to to the Ennies. Um, so I'm going to pick that one. That's my that's my prediction. Uh, let's see here. Let's go back to. Best accessory, best aid accessory slash digital. Uh, the nominees are Call of Cthulhu 3D Digital Gamer Prompts, 
Mask of, I don't know, how, how do you sell it, say that, Jason? <laughs> Nyara Lothotep. Okay. Uh, by type 40, hex roll, pen, Hi. dice, and oh, paper. Sorry. Not me. Uh, Morkborg Digital Monster Generator by Stockholm Cartel. And, uh, and Occult Orked Master Games. Uh, Tales of Zadia, the Dragon Prince role-playing digital tool set from Phantom Incorporated. Uh, and the Goblin's Notebook from, from the Goblin. Uh, ben... What what do you got here for uh, for your your pick for uh, best aid slash accessory digital? Man, I really want to give this to the Morkborg just because I love the aesthetic and the ease of that use. Like you fire up the website and it's done already. That's for yeah, you. there you go, boom. There's a monster. Like, <laughs> but the the hex roll roll a sandbox. Uh, I I literally spent a half an hour just rolling up like <laughs> continents and worlds and and little hex exploring areas and and looking at them go oh that's kind of cool oh that's neat and just it it ate a good chunk of my afternoon playing with hex roll so i don't know how deep it can actually really go but for the most fun to play with hex roll took took me hands down i would I would love to see that get a little more, uh, get a little more love. Yes, um, but sure. I, I think it is going to be overshadowed by a couple of the other titles on here. But Hex Roll's my pick. All right, great. Uh, Hex Roll Jason... would be my would be, would have been mine if it generated a primitive hex map to go with it. Oh yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been, be, like I would have been, I would have been perfect because hex crawls right now are making a massive comeback in gaming circles. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. it's all it's the rage right now. Uh, air quotes um but that not being the case um i actually think it's gonna well i hope it goes to the goblin's notebook um this is one of those ones where i was like the name doesn't really do a lot for you but this is a really easy and simple to use campaign planner that you never knew you needed this screen right here that doug's got on right right now is basically the interface for the whole thing interesting and you just go down by tabs and it's all, it fits on one screen. There's no, you know, oh crap, where's the table of contents? I've got to go back here. I've got to scroll back to the top. It's all just right there. You enter whatever you want. It, and all of the description windows are on the right-hand side, just like the, they are on the screen right now. It is very easy to use. And there's an option for the game masters and a version for the players. Hmm. So very you cool. can share things to your players, just like um, on VTTs, if you were to give your players a handout or something like that. If you don't have uh, a VTT that will support that, this is a perfect thing for you. Nice. And I love organizational tools. I think they've been done to death a bit, but this is actually an innovation on the concept. Very cool. I had no idea up until this is one of those those products that I had no idea up until the any nominations that this existed. And it seems really, really awesome. Um, of course, you, you know my stance on digital, uh, the digital aspect of the, the RPG hobby. Uh, I think it's one of the biggest growing fields and one of the great demographics of, of this uh, hobby over the next five to ten years. Um, so I, I really, really love this uh, Best Aid uh, Accessory Digital uh, nominations. I, I think it's really cool. Um, I My pick, of course, is going to be the Morkborg Digital Monster Generator just because that Morkborg community is so rabid and, and, and it, it is a cool product and, and Morkborg is still all the hotness and everything. Um, 
I, like you opened it and there's a monster. Yeah, there it is. It's right there. Yeah, like, you know. it's, it's just boom, done. Yeah. Like you just, and it's perfect for Mork Borg. Like everybody, a lot of people look at them and they say, well, this is just silly. I don't like this because it's Mork Borg is such a rules light game and yeah. everybody kind mm-hmm. of pew pews on rules light these days. But it's not about rules at all with Mork Borg. It's about the gameplay experience you get out of it. And stuff like this is perfect for for anybody running a Mork Borg game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, if, if Mork Borg by... Any chance doesn't win, I would love to see uh, Tales of Zadia, the Dragon Prince role-playing uh, game. Uh, this is actually the set. toughest category for me to even think about because really everything was. in this category I yeah, kind of yeah. like. It, it's all good. It's all super, I, super it, useful. Just uh, Patty asks, are the Tales of Zadia tools live? I still need to get a copy. It is, yes. They're all live. In fact, I pre-ordered a copy uh, a while ago, uh, and uh, it's all it was all ready to go when I pre-ordered it. Um, yeah, I, I really love what Phantom is doing as well. Again, it's that digital aspect. This is a great category, and I'm excited to see where this category goes years from like in the next five years. We're gonna see some really, really, we're seeing some really cool stuff now. I think we're just gonna see more and more cool stuff, you know, later on down the road. Uh, let's see here. We're going to skip uh, best aid accessory non digital. No, no offense to the, to that category, but we're going to go to to. It's going to go to Call of Cthulhu anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, more than likely, it, it's the Call of Cthulhu. The H.P. Lovecraft set. Historical Society is a gem in the gaming world and in yeah. the audiobook world. <laughs> um, let's go to best art cover, and we've got to, we've got is it call still. A solo RPG adventure uh, by Niche. I think it's a play on Colossal. Yeah, I think it is. (laughs) Uh, Lore of Aethriel, The Lost Druid by Alchemy RPG slash Hitpoint Press. Thirsty Sword Lesbians by Evil Hat uh, Productions. Uh, Uncaged Goddesses by Unseelie Studios. And Wander Home by Possum Creek Games. Now we're going to uh, click on a little little uh collage of all the five nominees of this category um it doesn't translate well for our podcast listeners. no it doesn't if you listen to the audio podcast (laughs) i I apologize every picture doug yeah i know i I apologize (laughs) for the audio podcast listeners but uh uh for those that are are tuning in live and uh, that's a great reminder if you'd like to join us live every monday night at 9 p.m eastern you're you're more for the visual aspect for the visual aspect and then you can be part of the chat just like uh, a lot of folks here in the in, in the chat right now. Um, so yeah, I, I know which one I would probably lean towards. I think there's a couple really strong candidate candidates uh, in 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 this category. Uh, Amanda says I freaking love that Etheria Ethera. Yeah. Uh, cover uh, art. Yeah, it looks really really nice. It's all of the artwork in Alchemy looks like that. Amanda. Yeah. They have the same artist doing pretty much all of their artwork. Yep. Yep. Um, go ahead, Ben. Which, it, which it, one are you it, picking? It, it's a, it's a Thera. Uh, I really like Wander Home. Uh, yeah. But the, but the cover that makes me want to pick up the book is, is a, is a Thera. So, um, and that, in my opinion, is what a cover should do. And that's what this book is doing 100%. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Jason, what about you? Um, if the podcast we did last week hadn't happened, 
it would have been <laughs> uncaged. But okay. now that I've had a week to futz around, well, two weeks now to futz around with Alchemy, um, it's got to be Athera. They've actually, this is the one that got nominated. They have just released a second version, uh, not a second version, but a second offering in the same series of their own uh, oh, really? proprietary world uh, as of this past week. And I've been, I've, I've picked them both up and they're both, they're awesome. The art is, it's, I mean, it's, it's great to start off with. You won't be disappointed with the artwork, but it's so evocative to a GM and a player's mind. Like they just do such great scenes where you're just like, I can imagine like dozens of things happening in this space just by sure. looking at the pictures. Um, for me, my pick since you, you both picked uh, that, that same category, I'm I'm I've kind of leaning towards Wander Home. Wander Home is for me is one of those games that I've wanted to pick up for a while. In fact, I wanted to pick it up at Origins. I came back to uh, I think it was Indie Press had had uh, copies of it, and they were totally out when uh, when I uh, got back. So Wander Home's got a, a really great uh, cover, I think. Um, oh, um, I should say. Um, it's the the other version of Ethera is not currently available for purchase. It's a Kickstarter. I mean, no, I, okay. I, I I dove on it. Gotcha. <laughs> it's kind of my thing. But anyway, yeah. I mean, the second offering is on on the way. <laughs> nice. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if if Thir Thirsty Sword Lesbians uh, wins this because that's a really cool uh, cover it, as well. That game has a remarkable following. It does. It does. Yeah. And really? I think that that's, and, and the cover's great as well. So uh, yeah. the, the fact that it's got a huge following and the cover's great, I, I, I wouldn't surprise me if, if that, like, if that wins this, this category too. The only issue I have with Uncaged is looking at it. I would pick that up thinking it's a book, like an actual novel. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a novel. It, it like it, like I would love to read this book yeah. <laughs> thinking yeah. it was stories, but it is actually not stories. <laughs> Um, let's go to best interior art. Uh, we're going to take a look at that, the collage of uh, those nominees as well here uh, in just a moment. Uh, Historia, dark fantasy renaissance setting for 5e from Mana Project Studio. Um, the One Ring RPG, second edition from Free League Publishing. Thirsty Sword what, Lesbians from uh, Evil Hat Productions. Uncaged Goddesses by Unseelie Studios. And Wander Home. From Possum Creek Games. Let's bring the. Uh, we're going to bring up the interior art. Take a look at those. It's going to take a moment, I believe. Um. There we go. So, let's take a look at some of this interior art. The interior art. I all, all these. Nominees have some amazing, amazing interior art. I don't know which one. It's it's so hard to pick these. This is this is a tough it's tough so category. Hard. Um, Ben, which which one are you going to go with? <sighs> do I have to pick one? Please. I mean, I think I think one. we have the, to. I think that's what don't. we have to do. Ah, uh, I. Uh, my heart is with the wondering, but objectively, I have to go with Historia. I think it's just phenomenal, and I love the the anthropomorphic 
uh, fantasy aspect of it. That's always been super evocative for me ever since I read sure. Redwall, Redwall way back when I was a kid. Um, it just hits all the right notes. So for me, my vote goes to Historia. Yeah, I mean it, it's great. They, they've got a great team uh, there that uh, is doing. The, I think they've got the um, they've got another project coming up. I think what's the uh... ah, I can't remember. I, uh, they I know they've got a, a project coming up on Kickstarter that's it's a big mm-hmm. uh, a big property too that uh, that, that they're going to be releasing here. I got an email from them uh, just the other day uh, about Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop, the role playing game, is coming from them. I think. Uh, Jason, which, uh, which is your pick on, on this category? Um, they, it has to be the one ring. Um, the guys that they have doing the art for this are some of the guys that also did some of the art in Vasen, I believe, um, and Simbaroom as well. And I have a massive love for that art style. Um, Alvaro, I know does some of it. Uh, of our ta- Tapia, ta- Tapia, Tapia. I can't remember his, how to pronounce his mm-hmm. name. Um, and Martin Grip, I think, Martin is Grip, the other yeah. fellow. Uh, they do a lot of the scenic art in that book, and I love that. That's the kind of art that I could stare at for hours. Yeah, I, I, I love the design choice of. I mean, I, I I've said this on on the show quite a bit that I'm not a huge Tolkien fan. I know Ben's a huge, you know, huge fan, like, you know, and, and loves, loves that world, loves the setting and loves all the, uh, loves all of Middle Earth. I'm not a huge Middle Earth guy, but I love the design choice of the, the one ring. I mean, it's just taking off it's, my hat from good. Free League in, in general. Good. Like, I love the design choice of, of what they did with that book where like the splash pages, like are the cover, like they have the, they have the, for each, for each chapter is the, is the cover, the cover, each cover page for the chapter is like a splash art and then it's got that really cool in like line art drawing style art in the in, in in the chapters like after that it's I love very that. evocative of the the illustrated tolkien actual books that are out there yeah um, that that have those classic line you know pencil drawn fantasy images so it it, it's, it is a wonderful interpretation and treatment and yeah, it's I I don't want to pick any of these. These are all so good. Yeah, they are so yeah. many different reasons. I'd be happy to own artwork out of any of these books. <laughs> um, <laughs> Apocalypse dances. The the art style reminds me of the style of the old time yeah, life yeah. mythology books. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one, yeah. Again, another another uh, point for uh, Wander Home. Uh, you look at the uh, the yeah. interior art on Wander Home, and it's it's just really really good. Um, again, anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic uh, characters and, and, and everything. And people are really starting to realize that you got to have good art to go with a good game. You really do. You really do. Rules, rules on a page are cool and all, but if you don't have some artwork, spark some imagination, it really takes a lot away. And, and I would be, I'd be remiss if I didn't point out that Thirsty Sword Lesbians, the interior art is so representative of so many different body types. And Absolutely. I think yeah. that's something yep. that the game industry needs, and it's and it's it's a wonderful thing to have uh, be recognized here. So, absolutely, yeah. I if if I were to guess, just you know, one, two, three in any order, 
I would think it's going to be One Ring, Thirsty Sword, Lesbians, Wander Home. You can probably play any of those. I think I, I know I haven't given my picks for for you know bronze, bronze, silver, and gold for for all the categories. But I think those are the three. If I were going to if I were going to pick three for those awards for a category, it would be probably be those three for this category. I'm not going to do that for every category. Just no, we're not I, because that's why the last episode exactly. went so darn long. Exactly. I think we were like two and a half hours last year. It was, yeah, yeah, it was, it was super super. It was long. it was bad. <laughs> we talked a lot, and it wasn't even all me. Uh, we are going to go all the way to congratulations to all the nominees for best cartography, best electronic book. We're going to go all the way to best family game product because I feel like that's a category that, that a lot of the BCG community would be mm-hmm. interested in. Um, just because, you know, I think we're all, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of us that are family, you know, oriented that, that have, uh, you know, we, we, uh, have, uh, relatives that are, that are children or we have children ourselves and you know i i I feel like it's a great good category to kind of stop and and talk a little bit about uh best family game slash product uh babes in the wood by world champ game co good strong hands by nerd burger games laser pony second edition by hex games questlings rpg by liedemann games llc and wander home by Possum Creek Games. This is a, this is one where some really great categories, some really really great nominees here uh, for especially for games that like maybe you want to get your kids playing uh, or just new players, you know, playing uh, RPGs. Uh, ben, what what do you uh, what do you what is your pick here for best family game slash product? So this is this is where I I had to tip my hat to to Wander Home. I think okay. it is like yep. a, a quintessential family role play game. Um, the only reason I am not giving it to Questlings, uh, which is a system that I sell in my store and it sells very well, is because I would almost consider Questlings not to be a family game, but it's more of like here's just a game for your kids. Where yeah. they can enjoy it and experience it on their own, which I think is a very important thing for young role players to have. Absolutely. Um, so I want to highlight that too. But I, I think as a family game, Wander Home is is uh, is my pick. Excellent, excellent. Jason, how about you? Um, I feel like I need to preface this by saying. Ben and I did not actually discuss what we were going to say beforehand, <laughs> but I'm in the same thing as Ben, uh, Wander okay. all the way. But yeah. for the same reasons. Um, I, I, I love, I, again, I think Wander Home will probably take it. Uh, I think Westlings is, is a great product for, uh, you know, families that are looking to get young kids playing into RPGs. I think it's, it, that's, that's great. Uh, and definitely something that, uh, that you should check out. I would like to see um, Questlings win, but I'm pretty sure Wanderhome is going to take it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Wanderhome is, is probably going to win this one as well. I want to give a special shout out to Good, Good Strong Hands by Nerdburger Games. Um, I feel like this is uh, this is a game that uh, also kind of has representation done really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it kind of... I, I wish I could see... Oh, maybe I can show... Oh, maybe I can't. Um... But yeah, it's a dark, whimsical game about saving your, your fantastical world 
Uh, and it, I, yeah, this is a game that, that I think probably will fly under the, the radar because I don't think it has a huge community behind it, uh, at least not as big as some, some as, as Wander Home. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, I, I just want to give a shout-out to Good Strong Hands. Uh, that uh, I think that, that uh, if you're looking for a really nice family RPG, that's, uh, that's a game you should probably take a look at. All right, we are going to go to the next category, which is Best Free Game Slash Product. And I'll tell you what, since these are all free, everybody that's either listening to this or watching this, just go download them right now. Maybe not one of them, (laughs) if you want to be family friendly. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, one of them is probably not going to be. But but if if any of these these that we're mentioning are interested, you're interested in even them, just even remotely, go download them. Give them a Mm -hmm. read. You know, check them out. Because I think it's awesome. They're free. Uh, best free game uh, slash product. What is this? What what is it? What is that odd? Old sanguine. That's a New Year's thing, right? Sort of. Let's play on <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> uh, a Vampire: The Masquerade New Year's Eve story by oh yeah, it is there. Uh, by Renegade Game Studios. Uh, Champions Begin by Hero Games. Extraction from Demon Eft Cleveland, nineteen sixty six by Megacorp Games. The 2021 Level 1 Anthology by Ninth Level Games. And Worlds Beyond the Infernal Breach by Mundos Infinitos. 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 Thank you. Uh, Ben, I I think I know what... I I think I know what most of our our, uh, picks are going to be here, but but maybe my surprise. Ben, what's what's your pick in this one? Uh... It's the, the 2021 Level 1 Anthology. This is... This is a must pick up for everybody. Uh, if you like indie RPGs, get this. Track down volume one as well. I hope you got volume three this year at Free RPG Day. These are amazing books, and it is a blows my mind how much production Ninth Level puts into this, considering it is a free product. Yeah, you could easily. Easily, like when you get these booklets from Free RPG Day, you could easily have a price tag of like fourteen ninety nine on it, and, and it would still sell. Mm-hmm. Um, just and there's just so many really cool, quirky indie RPG games, and and it and I love the fact that they're kind of letting new or upcoming aspiring uh, designers uh, kind of contribute to to contribute to this product every year. Um, yeah, I. I'm I'm right there with you, Ben. I think uh, level one, the anthology is is uh, definitely definitely. I I hope it wins. It, it's my pick for uh, for, and I, I think it probably will win. But you never know. Um, go ahead. Uh, what what is what is your pick, Jason? Um, I have a particular love of vampires, so Old Sanguine is okay. is my pick. Um, and Renegade Game Studios has done a lot of really cool things in the past with that sort of thing, so. I'm perfectly happy recommending that. Um, I'm not a big fan of the direction that the current edition of Vampire is going in, but the storytelling mechanics that they've developed into the game are really amazing. So even even though I'm I'm an old timer in the vampire scene, pardon the pun, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, this is definitely a game worth getting into um, if you want to do a lot of just 
cool role playing. Sure. Um, and then, of course, Vampire has a huge community behind it as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. So it, it wouldn't They're, surprise yeah. me if, if if this wins. They have they have a huge um, community, but it is it's almost like watching one of those old uh, old Star Trek shows, you know, where there's like the good guys and the bad guys and the neutral guys all in different biomes and they all fight each other. There's a lot of that in the vampire community. <laughs> uh, let's go to our next category. And that is of course, best game. This is uh, a very big category for uh, the Ennies every year. Uh, the it's colossal colossal. Isn't it supposed to be like a play on solo? Cause the solo RPG so that's, I why I'm, I, that's why I'm tripping over it. Like to so pronounce like, it, I, I would pronounce it colossal. I think it's a combination of colossal and castle, but yeah, see, I, thought, I don't know. I, see, I thought it was a play on solo because of the it fact probably that it was. Is that see, this goes back to the thing about names yeah. from earlier. Yeah. <laughs> what you name your product matters, guys. Sure. <laughs> Looking uh, at you, demon borked Cleveland. <laughs> that's a dumb title. That's that's just one hundred percent sensational eye grab. That's, that irritates yeah. me. Uh, this is, again is by Nick Angel, I guess is probably how you pronounce that. Uh, Root the RPG by Magpie Games, The Troubleshooters by Helmgast, Thirsty Sword Lesbians by Evil Hat Productions, and Wise Women by Alexandra Brokman. Ben, what what you got in this category? Uh I, uh, okay. So, the winner is going to be Root. Yeah, oh yeah. not the one I want to win. I want Thirsty Sword Lesbians to win, because I think this book is amazing. I think it's fantastic. I think it does some really, really fun things that the indie RPG scene has needed. Uh, and it's a wonderful time to have it. Uh, so this is what I want to win. This is my pick. This is what I voted for, but it's going to be root. It, it, and uh, I don't want to besmirch the root RPG because it is a very good game, but I think it gets too much push from the fantastic board game as well. I think it is riding on a lot of that. And I think if it didn't, if it was the same system, but without the root art and the root name, I don't think it would be here. It's a great game. It's a great game. But I don't know if it would be here if it didn't have the board game powerhouse behind it. And that's Root. my controversial opinion. Wow. Yeah. No. I... Root is also my, my pick for this, this category um, just because of the fact that, that it's probably, if I were to, let's just say that, that it'll probably make my top 10 list for 2022. Um, usually I do a top 10 list every year for RPGs. Last year, I, I really couldn't find a top 10 list just because there were, wasn't 10 games that, that like I felt that just came out by themselves. Um, so so I didn't do a top 10 list. So this year, I'm really excited to do a top 10 list. It, Root is definitely going to be on that top 10 list, and it's, it'll probably be pretty high up there. I, the Troubleshooters, again, great game. Love it. Uh, we did an actual play of, of it on the show here. Uh, and Thirsty Sword Lesbians. Awesome. I, I love the fact that this is a, definitely a product that, that needs to be on the market and definitely needs to be uh, in, in the industry. Uh, I, I don't know anything about, uh, was it uh, Wise Women or Wise Colossal? Wise really cool. I, I, but again, I, I'm not sure if it's as good as the other, the other yeah. games on this, on the set. Um, and again, since, since the, the vote voting is done by fans, 
again, is it going to have enough, you know, community around it to, to kind of put it up into that uh, into that upper level so that it gets one of the top three I slots? Don't, I don't think uh, you can beat Root because of that. Yeah, uh, Jason, uh, what what is your uh, what is your pick for for this category? I want Wise Women to win. Okay, I really do. I don't think it will, but I really would it would be awesome if it won. Yeah, because it's a different kind of game. Mm-hmm. It's it's a role playing game. But it's a role-playing game built around a specific social contract in a specific setting, which is unusual for most role-playing games. Most of them want people... Yeah, well, yeah, it's true, Amanda. It would be very good for mining for stuff elsewhere. The thing I like about the game is it's a one-focus issue. So it's not a game that you're going to play for 10 years, It's not, or even a year, probably. You're going to have a few sessions, maybe, uh, and then you're going to be done with it. But the fact that it comes with some pre-built social dynamics that are intrinsic to how the game plays is very cool to me. Just because you don't see a lot of that. Like most games are designed around create whatever world you want. You want you want spaceships or dragons or whatever. You know, throw in whatever you want. This game kind of begs you. Well, not begs. It kind of asks you to stick with this one thing, this one theme, and role play through it. Yeah, absolutely. Other than that, I'd love to see um, um, oh, good lord, the Modifius one. Um, the name the, is eluding the, me. The Modifius one. Oh, the Helmgas one. Hel- no, troubleshooters. Uh, no. Troubleshooters. There you go. I couldn't remember troubleshooters. I remember yeah, the U boat conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, that's by Helmgas. Which is that by Helmgas? Of course, yeah. Oh, through Modi? Which, okay. Which Modifius is uh, distributor yeah. for? Uh, going on to the next category is best layout and design. We're going to uh, pass over that. Congratulations to uh, everyone that is uh, nominated in that. Um, I, I'm going to assume that uh, the Exalted Funeral, uh, the was it Putrescence Regnant. Regnant. That I'm, I'm going to assume that pronounce probably, everything for you. Yeah, I appreciate that, Jason. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for giving me the assist on uh, the pronunciation this week. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm going to assume that that probably wins just because of the popularity, and it's a really cool product um, since it's a it's a vinyl. That's uh, the record. only exception to the you need to pick a good name rule, because <laughs> you when you when you see occult or master games and Stockholm Cartel and Exalted Funeral, if you're a fan of anything in that genre and that wheelhouse, you're going to click on it automatically and look at it anyway. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, best monster adversary. Congratulations to the nominees there. Best online content. Congratulations to all the nominees there. Congrats, for, Dave. You're going to take yeah, that. Dave, uh, I, I have uh, I have a feeling Dave will probably take that. Uh, best organized play. Best podcast. Absolutely. Uh, best production values. I didn't have that one yet. Uh, best HP Art- Lovecraft Historical Society. Yeah. I, I loved Yang Chi, London Banquet Hall. I, I've I've played with that box so many times already but the hp lovecraft society's prop sets are phenomenal yeah they they uh they've got some really high high production values with yeah. that but uh, i it wouldn't surprise me if shangji uh, gets uh uh you know a, a an award in this category at all because there's a lot of stuff in that box and it's it's really well done uh star trek adventures tricorder collector's box set i know all the trekkies that love the uh 
That the is Star Trek box set. Once yeah. you take it home and take the shrink wrap off it, yeah, it is a nightmare to display on a shelf to sell. No one knows what it is. <laughs> That's my only okay. Only drop gotcha. Okay, it. interesting. interesting. It is hard to sell because people go, "What is this? It's a black." Oh, box. I guess. <laughs> well, yeah. Once you open it up, it doesn't really look like a tricorder, does it? Yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, we're, we'll kind of skim over uh, best RPG-related product. Um, very cool. S some really great people making Studio Agate, uh, Homegast. Uh, but uh, basically what we're saying is we're only covering about half yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here. So exactly. go check out these products. Yeah. Go vote for the ones you like. Absolutely. Show, show some love. And they actually recommend that, too, specifically. Do not vote for something you do not like. Yeah, you don't have to use all of your votes. You don't. So when it use when you rate your things one to five in every category, if you don't know anything about a product or you're completely ambivalent to it, don't vote it. Uh, so that brings us to the best rules category. Uh, this again uh, is uh, Colossal, a solo RPG uh, by uh, Nick uh, Angel. Uh, Good strong hands by Nurburger Games. Haunted West by Darker Hue Studios. Nova by Gila RPGs and Rest in Pieces by Imagining Games. This is a tough category. There's some strong contenders here. Um, I love that it's all new. I mean, it is all new. new well, not 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 like 100% new, but it's people you don't normally see. Uh, exactly, exactly. Um, ben, what, what what are you picking here? I am going to go with Rest in Pieces because I'm a sucker for a teetering tower mechanic system. Yeah. I think it is. I've seen it used in only a small handful of games, and Rest in Pieces does it really well with some more other mechanics in and around it. Um, it, it adds tension, it adds drama, and it just... It's fun to have that air of caution around the table where no one wants to bump the table everyone's very focused on what's going on at the table and that's a side effect that has nothing to do with the rules but it draws people into the game and people don't get distracted because if you hit the table the wrong way you're reaching for your cell phone you ruined it for everyone <laughs> so rest in pieces uh with uh pete patricia uh did a really nice job with that Pete, Pete really did the the one down the and, and this was going to be my pick for for this category as well. I hope Good Strong Hands gets some consideration as, in this category too. Um, but this is going to be my pick as well for for this category. Just, and the only thing that that, that that I kind of worry about is the fact that since it is a Jenga Tower type game, much like Dread and then some of those, you know, uh, I. I don't know how much it's been been able to be played recently. Like I, I hope that people go out and pick this up and try it, and they go, "Oh, this was super fun," and play it. Because I have a feeling that that with 2021 the way it was, I don't know how many people got together and, and were able true, to play yeah. this. Um, but the production again, this is another another product that could have probably been on the production, you know, best best production uh, category as well because it's it's. Got some really cool stuff and components I'll, with it. I, I will say, full disclosure, part of the rules is you can choose 
my place of work, quarter staff games to be your dead end job that you work at. Full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. It's in the, nice. it's in the, it's in the game. <laughs> nice. Awesome. I love that. I love that. Uh, Jason backing. <laughs> Jason, this what one, is uh, what is your uh, pick? This for? one was weird for me because I would sure. normally pick Nova because it's kind of a future punk sci-fi sort of game. But I kind of want good strong hands to win it. Yep. Nova just, looks very uh very uh I don't want to say almost cyborgish. It, it's yeah, it's very much like cyborg and death in space and stuff like that and even more yeah. Similar mechanics. It's a D6 mechanic system. Um, and production value-wise, I, I love those colors. Those yep. colors really catch my eye and all that sort of thing. But I have Cyborg on the way. I have Death in Space. I have yeah. Borg. I don't need this one. So I feel like this one, it kind of... I don't know if it... I, don't, I haven't checked timelines, but this is basically cashing in on that genre right now. Sure. So, and I don't think it's unique enough to be called best rules. I think it will stand out in the layout category, but I agree with yeah, you here. Yeah, for sure, yeah. And for best rules, uh, yeah. It's, I would we, say Haunted West, but uh, I love D100 systems, but the Haunted West system is just weird. So I'm going to, since uh, Good Strong Hands, let's just give, Good Strong Hands is actually on sale on drive through right now for $3.74. <laughs> so if, if you are interested in, in, just go check it out. I mean, it's like definitely like a cup of like, coffee from Dunkin' Donuts, you know, is, is more than that. So uh, check it. Just, yeah, I, I I would love to see Good Strong Hands get a little more, get a mo- little more love. Um, I'm just happy to see so many really new things yes. being showcased. That's the best part about this whole season of Enies. Let's go to best setting now, and this is uh, a colossal, a solo RPG adventure. This this pro- project here, this uh, colossal, seems to get nominated quite a bit, so, which is kind of neat to see because I had never. Again, this is another thing that I had not heard of up until these a- so any nominations. Unfortunate that it's up against a five hundred pound gorilla. Yeah, <laughs> I, so uh, you got. Uh, from Nick Angel, uh, Eldritch Century Chronicles of the Wounded Earth by Draco Studios, Historia, Dark Fantasy Renaissance Setting for 5E from Mana Project Studio, Chang Shi, uh, Blood in the Banquet Hall from Wedding Games, and what is it, Tal? Tal Dore. Campaign <laughs> Setting Reborn from Darrington Press. Doug being the only person in the role playing community that probably doesn't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> hey, you know what? Whatever. Because Critical Role is not his thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what, what, what do you think is going to, uh, going to win here, uh, Ben? Um, again, it's the, the, like you said, the elephant in the room, but I, I want blood in the banquet hall to win. Um, it's unique. It's, it's, uh, it's different. Yeah. It's different. It's, I was trying to explain it to, uh, when I first got the box and I tried to explain it to my wife and she's like, are you drunk? <laughs> <laughs> and like unique and different doesn't necessarily mean best, but no. I think this is done super well. And I love to see more representation in these settings. Like we have so many fantasy settings here and this one has all the care and attention to detail that those have, but it's different. And I think that's why it wins the best. Yep. 
I, I, I agree. I, I think, I don't know if it's got enough oomph behind it to beat the uh, Critical Role uh, setting book. Uh, I would love to see it get some sort of award for the, for the category. Um, I just think when you're up against critical role and, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's tough which, to, I mean, to like, topple that. We're, we're picking on it because it's the elephant in the room, but it is a great book. It's very well laid yeah. out. It's oh, very it's well very done. good. Yeah. Oh, I'm not they, trying to knock but, it at all. By the same token, they also have the buckets of money required to develop <laughs> this sort of thing sure. with whatever resources they feel like. <laughs> yep. So it um, should be as good as it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> is that your pick as well, Jason? Um, I I would very much like to see Blood in the Banquet Hall kick its butt, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be Taldori. Yeah. And honestly, I'll pick up a copy of Taldori just because I like the world. I like sure. the lore. Uh, we've got two more categories, and then we're going to call it a show. Best Supplement, uh, Call of the Cthulhu, Cults of Cthulhu by Chaosium. City of Mist, Shadows, and Showdowns by Son of Oak Game Studio. Root the RPG, Travelers and Outsiders by Magpie Games. Sin, a spire source book by Rowan Rook and Ricard. Untold Encounters of the Random Kind by Loke Battlemats. This is a category that is going to be tough. There's a lot of really great nominees in this category, I feel. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that... This is probably the category that I've heard of Everything except for maybe one, the last one um, in, in this. And so, yeah. Uh, ben, what, what, what's your pick for best supplement? Uh, oh, uh, I'm doing this a lot tonight. I know. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's tough. This this is where I'm going to give the nod to Root, uh, where I think it really deserves it. The Travelers and Outsiders as a supplement more than doubles what you can bring to your group RPG game. Uh, and because of that, I think it is the best supplement on this list. And uh, it takes an already really good game, fleshes it out so much more with uh, new playbooks for uh, the Vagabond classes, for new factions. Um, it just it, it just makes your root game so much better. I don't want to say this is like a must-buy if you buy the root RPG. It really kind of is, is, though. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it kind of It really kind of is. Uh, if you were going to pick up one, you should probably think about picking up the other um, just because it's going to add so much more, um, yeah. especially if you're going to dive deep into the root RPG. Um, yeah, you know, it's a great... It's, it's, it's a great... Uh... Um, we've lost our host. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh jason <laughs> well now it's our show now ben <laughs> we here goes another show. hour uh, oh, he's back uh, Damn it. uh let's see here so yeah um god this is jason what is your pick for for uh the best uh supplement I have an abiding fondness for cthulhu so call it cthulhu cults of cthulhu yeah Minnesota. I just, I love how evocative, and I hate, I love that word too, <laughs> uh, uh, how evocative this book is. They, the guys at Chaosium are the premier Cthulhu folks, as far as I'm concerned. There's lots of really great companies out there doing stuff with Cthulhu, but I think these guys really have the spirit of it. 
well well in hand and at that price it's a no-brainer yeah yeah it's a was it well it's 24.99 for the pdf yeah um yeah i but like what you hard. get for it is it's so hard to well not hard um so many people have trouble making unique cults for cthulhu mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's all your there's your standard ones that that are always available in the in the basic version of the game, but it's not easy. Like making a making an interesting cult in Cthulhu is basically like coming up with a a cool region concept in a fantasy world. You know, you want you want a unique area for your people to explore and really impress upon them how unique the area is. And Cults of Cthulhu lets you do that with the cults in Cthulhu. I've said Cthulhu a little too much. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to agree with Ben uh, with the Root RPG, Travelers and Outsiders. I think that that is definitely a must pick up if you pick up the uh, the Root RPG. Um, I really, I mean, Spire is is really great. And I love the fact that they put out a, a, the Sin, the, the Spire source book. Um, See, that five long, times fast. Yeah, I... And then City of Mist, I know, has huge following, huge community behind it as well. And and Son of Oak Game Studio does does some really high quality uh, products too. Uh, I I think Root's probably going to take it, but it wouldn't surprise me if Call of Cthulhu takes it just because of the popularity of, of uh, that genre um, and setting. I would really. I would really love to see Sin win win uh, a Sire Source book, but uh, win, win uh, some sort of uh, any award for 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 that book as well. Um, just because I love what Rowan Rook and Descartes are doing with their uh, with their games. Uh, again, a lot, and 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 even in the chat, um, you know, advanced age role playing games says I bought a, a ton of local battle mats books uh, right before the pandemic. Really good quality. So, you know, I, they've uh, they've been doing the work at conventions too. Now yeah. that they, conventions have come back up. They are at almost every convention. I think I've seen a booth where they've been at. So like their stuff is out there. Their stuff is accessible, and it's it is it's good quality. Five really really strong. Uh, nominees and and i could see pretty much all of them winning this this category um so it's it's going to be interesting to see which one uh... i just noticed they spelled james hakes uh, name wrong oh no (laughs) just above on the campaign setting for Taldore. (laughs) it's joam joam's j hake (laughs) all right so i think that we're going to uh we're going to pass over best writing uh, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, Dune wins this category, just uh, because that is a really great uh, game. Uh, they've got quite quite a team that uh, that wrote the Dune RPG. Um, so there, there's big names there. There's a lot a lot of names behind that. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me. It's one of those things where where if it wins, like it's kind of like a fractional win. So you kind of win like <laughs> one like 16th of an any almost yeah um which, i love how many of these names i recognize hey, actually it's let's let's just be honest it's still more any's than i've ever won so yeah, there you go you know i'm, I'm not gonna I'm, it's that's not a knock by any chance of the yeah. by any by any means um but I, I do believe that dune is gonna win this it's a great book it's a great game we've played it on the show here i think it's probably the best implementation of the 2d20 system that, that modifius has um 
I, I think it's a great source book for the Dune art for the Dune IP anyway, much like Alien is for the uh, Alien RP the Ar- Alien RPG is for the Alien universe. Um, so I it wouldn't surprise me if Dune wins that. But let's get to product of the year. Product of the year. This is this is the big one that uh, uh, game of the year and product of the year. I feel are the two big. This categories. is the one where they're swinging for the fences with this category. Yeah. Jeez. Product of the Year. Call of Cthulhu Classic Prop Set by H.P. Lovecraft. Historical Society. Colossal. A solo RPG adventure by Nick Angel. Dune Adventures in the Imperium. Cool rulebook. Atreides Collector's Edition. Modifius Entertainment. Yangshi. Uh, Blood in the Banquet Hall by Wendy Games. Odd Jobs by McGuffin and Company. Putrescence Regnant by Exalted Funeral Press. Stockholm Cartel, Games uh, Omnivorous, uh, Occult Arcmaster Games, Root the RPG by Magpie Games, There's Troubleshooters by Helmcast, Thirsty Sword Lesbians by uh, Evil Hat Productions, and Uncaged Goddesses by Unseelie Studios. There is, again, another category that has probably five products that I could see winning this category. Ben, what is your pick for product of the year? I had, like you said, there's five products that could win this. And I had to really ask myself what product of the year meant. And in my mind, it is a thing, a game, a supplement. It is something that is unique and distinct and makes people who might not even play the game want to pick that thing up. My pick is Prochescence Regnant. It is a LP vinyl record where the you've got your music, your 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 background stuff and then the the book opens up into liner notes for a campaign. Like that's cool. That's awesome. <laughs> Like, the ingenuity of the Mark Borg stuff has been astonishing. I, like, I don't own a record player. I want this just to have it as part of my collection. That's my uh, one thing that I, that I that I that made me hesitant was like, I, as cool as this is, I can't do anything with the actual LP. Well, <laughs> they, they actually matter. send you the digital files. For I, the I know, yeah, but I want to use the. I want to put that on a record player and watch it go around. <laughs> I don't have a record player. Just think of how you can have fun with it. It's it's Morkborg, and you can change it from like forty RPM to seventy two RPM, and completely oh change God. the mood. You can play Morkborg chipmunks. Like, come <laughs> yeah, on. or Benny Hill Morkborg. This is so outside the box in thinking that it has to win. It 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 is it is a it is a piece of art, and I yep. don't say that lightly. I I love this. I love everything about this. I, I, I agree. Um, I, if it doesn't win, it's probably going to, if it doesn't win the, the gold, it'd probably win the silver at least. Um, just because it's, it's such a different, like, I love it. Just like how rest in pieces kind of does something different by using a Jenga tower, mm-hmm. uh, tower, although we've seen Jenga towers, you know, with, with dread before. I, I love it when people make different things for this industry and for this hobby that like, Oh, okay. Well, I hadn't thought about that, but man, that definitely works for this, for this title or this, this game. 
this is one of those products that just like you're like a vinyl record for any other RPG or tabletop game wouldn't make no sense at all. But for this one, it does. <laughs> yep. Yes. All right, Jason, what is, what is your pick for, uh, for product of the year? I, okay. Back out of this. Okay. Uh, go to call of Cthulhu, the classic prop set. <laughs> like, that. Okay. Scroll down a little bit. Okay. That uh, the fourth one down in the middle there on the right hand side. Click that. The fourth. No, nope, that not that one, you doorknob. <laughs> what? That one right there. That right there is why I want Call of Cthulhu Classic Gamer Prop Set to win. That is a lot of paper. Everybody loves to get a cool handout, a neat little thing that you know you're rummaging through an office in the in, in you know in a desperate attempt to find some piece of information before you get caught by minions of the cult or some authority or whatever. And your GM hands you one of these things and says, you find this tucked into a book and you make your escape and you know, you have the chase or whatever and you get away. And then your player has this piece of paper with legit writings and stuff on it that actually are part of the story that you can then use to debate with your fellow players and then you tuck it into your character sheet and you keep that until the end of the game because uh, you might need it. Maybe it's got something in it you don't know about yet. You know, stuff like that is the bread and butter of why I love tabletop RPGs in person, sure. being able to hand folks stuff like that. And this quantity of them is astonishing. <laughs> it, it makes my OCD flare up. Like, it's just like, oh my God, I need to, I need to, like seeing all that in one image, like immediately my thought is, man, I got to stack that all so that all the edges are straight and that like we go yeah. from largest from largest and, on the bottom to the smallest <laughs> on the top and we're going to put that in the box. We got to make sure it all fits and we can't make sure that the box, the, 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 the cover is lifted up at all. It's got to, you know, fit flush. The cool thing about this too, though, is you can pick, like, you don't, you're not expected to use all of this in a single setting. Right. You can pick three or four things and then work your story around it. And then, so this box has the possibility of like years of use to you yeah yeah well, that's the thing though martin you can lose some of these papers yeah martin, <laughs> it doesn't <Martin> matter says, <laughs> martin Sun w says lots of papers don't lose any oh uh, yeah no that uh it's definitely very cool and uh, i think a lot of call cthulhu players will definitely enjoy that this is um, that's a huge part about call of cthulhu if, if you get into that yeah. game almost everybody yeah, it does actually need some red string. <laughs> Everybody who gets into Call of Cthulhu ends up making little props like that. Even And they're, they're easy to make. Just take some paper, spill some tea on it. You're good to go. It's old parchment. Boom, done. <laughs> I would love to see Thirsty Sword lesbians win this category. Um, I don't know how... There's some really big products and communities behind this. There's, uh, there's by a lot some, of there's these haymakers being yeah there's there's some i would love to see it get some sort of award uh you know and the category uh again odd jobs is a really cool I, I just don't think it's going to have enough oomph to 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 beat some of these big juggernauts uh that are that are part of this 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 category i wonder why this is just me you know wondering why modifius 
nominated Dune Adventures in the Imperium Core Rulebook Atreides Collector's Edition. Like, why didn't they just nominate their, their standard Core Rulebook? I think because the Atreides Collector Edition looks pretty baller. Oh, it is. And it is. I'm trying to think. And that's what they're, they're going for. They're going for that, that, that look yeah. right there. You pop and, that on somebody's shelf and somebody's going to say, yeah. what is that? Oh, absolutely. It's I think the I iconic house of the iconic science fiction adventure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and honestly, um, <laughs> part of the reason I didn't pick this is because I don't think just putting a fancy cover on your core rule book makes, makes it product of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Not so much. <laughs> but I think they knew they needed to put their best foot forward for this position. So that's I, probably why yeah. the 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 cream and the cream of the crop of this system is in the entry for product of the okay. year. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I I also have a copy of this as well as well as the, uh, the standard edition uh, because I, I'm a bit I love Dune as I as I've said multiple times I love sci-fi and, and all that. So um, they did a few this is different versions of the collector edition. They did. They did. Right? There's like four I think the these collectors editions um, of different houses. Um, so, yeah, I, I really love, I, I, like I said, I really enjoy the Dune, uh, the Dune RPG. Uh, I'd love to see Yang Shi get some, some, some love in this category. Uh, Troubleshooters, again, is a fun game. Root RPG is, is great because I can pronounce it as, as far as uh, Vandebeest can say, <laughs> you know, it says in the comments. Um, just a lot of, a lot of really great there's all of those that I just named could win it and, and I would be okay with it. I do think that, that what Ben's pick there for uh, putrid putrescence regnant uh, will probably get it just because uh, it's just different and it's got that more org. Uh, it is a product. And it is a, a product and it's in, different. In, in the definition of the word. <laughs> exactly it's it's not a book it's it's a product and uh yeah i think that's probably gonna go with it. but all of the nominees well well lots of good know, lots of good stuff this year yeah. even if a lot of it flew under well the radar worthy. to start with exactly Definitely well worthy of, of their nominations uh congratulations to everyone the designers the writers the artists the publishers, everybody that makes this hobby what it is. Um, you know, I, it's been amazing. Like I've been doing this for a few years and it's been amazing to watch so many talented people and publishers gain traction and gain, gain footholds in this, in this hobby. And they're just doing really, really cool stuff. And I, it makes me excited. I, I go to conventions and, and I, I get excited because, you know, I, I get to kind of revel in the fact that we get to help people have fun, create stories, you know, have experiences, kind of escape their everyday lives. And if you're contributing to that, this hobby in any form, whether it's running games, playing games, you know, encouraging players to play designing games all that it's just we're i'm just so excited to to, to see this grow and, and to see people come in and and do cool new stuff so thank you so much to, to everybody that uh, is nominated 
uh, and thank you uh, and congratulations and good luck. Um, so many, so many people that I've gotten to know over the years are, uh, are nominated and, uh, so incredibly you know, excited for you and proud of you. And, and it's going to be awesome to see everybody that got nominated, what your next journeys are, what your next steps are to, uh, make an even bigger splash in 2023, 2024 and beyond. So, uh, Martin says, uh, lots of good games this year. Absolutely. Lots of lots of really great games, and we. I wish we could have gone through all the uh, the categories this year, but we would have been three and three hour show, and uh, we definitely don't want to do that. But I want to thank everyone for joining us. If you enjoyed this session, please hit the like button down below. Uh, if you have not already hit that subscribe button, please hit that subscribe button. We do this, sh this show every Monday night at nine p.m. Eastern. Uh, we do uh, actual actual plays and interviews as well. Uh, we'd love to have you part of our VCG community and join us every time we go live or just view our content after the fact. Um, if you're listening to the audio podcast, thank you so much for listening to that as well. Uh, yeah, just uh, really, really excited to be to be making content. We have a lot more content coming up this week, so stay tuned. On behalf of Ben and Jason, thank you so much for, for joining us. Guys, thank you for, for giving us your picks and kind of doing your homework for this episode. And... Uh, so excited. It's amazing what happens when you give us the opportunity to do homework, Doug. I know, right? We actually like prepared <laughs> for this. So and uh August 5th is the award ceremony for the Emmys. So keep August an eye 5th out at Gen that. Con, yes. So uh, I will be attending. Um I've said that this year this year I'm actually dressing up for, for the Emmys this year. So, so you can go see so anybody go snag is going all the, to Gen all the nominations Con. for one ring. <laughs> no. If if anybody if anybody is going to Emmys this year. And you're going to be a Gen Con, and you're going to go to the Emmys. Let's let's make it let's make it fancy. Let's make it fancy Emmys. Let's let's dress up. I think Black I think dye. that's time. Black we're, we're going to make it. This is this is an industry event. So let's let's treat it that way. Let's 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 roll out the red carpet, make it a big deal, and let's let's all dress up in something nice and fancy. So, all right. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. Remember, winning shouldn't be the only victory condition when you do the table. We'll see you next time. Bye now. Ooh, synchronized saluting, Ben. Thanks so much for watching this video. Uh, if you would be so kind, make sure you hit that like, comment, and subscribe, all the YouTube jazz that we're supposed to do here. Uh, it really is greatly appreciated. And if you'd like to support us more, uh, you can uh, check us out on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com backslash victoryconditiongaming.